This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Thursday edition. I'm going to talk some PCA hoops today with uh, former Seagull Blue Raiders standout Carrie Hammonds, who is the boys' coach at Providence Christian Academy. Carrie, how you doing, partner? I'm doing well, Monty. Appreciate you having me on, as always, sir. Hope all you hope you had a great holidays with with you and your new bride. We did. We did. Uh, we did a little skiing. Actually, went to Colorado for a little bit, skied for the first time, and other than that, I was I was just in the gym with my guys as usual. I got you. Well, let's go back. I guess the last time we had you on, you were about to go play Webb, and that was back. Mm-hmm. That was like December twelfth. So, kind of, kind of take us through your um your holidays. What you're able to do, not able to do, and you know things like that. Well, when we when we began our our district play, we had to cancel our first five games. Uh, and so we, it was really a hassle trying to get those things worked out so we could get them played. Had to cancel some, some non-district games just so we could get those made up. Uh, we're 4-4 four and four right now. Guys are starting to play a little a little better. We're a little banged up. Got some guys that are working through some, some nagging injuries, but there's not too many guys that are fully healthy this time of the year. Uh, Searching for a game tonight. We were supposed to play Columbia Academy, but with – different protocols and everything they were never to play. So we're currently trying to find somebody to to come to PCA and, and get us a game tonight. That's kind of the, the climate we're living in right now. Uh, for, for Well, you coaches are living in right now, aren't you? Oh, exactly. We, we got a big group text and a big email chain just for, for coaches. When you're looking for a game, put it on there, and, and usually you have – four or five responses pretty soon to be able to to fill in that game if you need to. So that's been that's been a good thing. Coaches have been able to kind of work together and, and play people that they probably wouldn't usually play uh, just because we've been able to have that group checks and email. Now, your most uh, recent, um, I guess, district game was against Zion Christian, right? Yes. And uh, we played Zion Saturday. You were able to beat them 49-43. So, I guess just tell us a little bit about that game. Well, going into it, we, we were missing our leading scorer, Max McMurray. He kind of had a hit pointer injury. And so, we had to try some different guys at, at the point guard. And we were lucky enough to have 
multiple guys play well. Uh, we had, I think, three guys in double figures and, and some guys that really stepped up when we needed them to. And we were able to close out a game, and that's kind of one of those things that last year we weren't able to do. Uh, going into the fourth quarter with the lead or maybe down two or three, we weren't able to get those games. So it was big for us Saturday night to be able to make free throws, get stops, get rebounds, to be able to win a close game in the fourth quarter. That is a good uh, win without Max because obviously y'all rely on him heavily. Oh, exactly, exactly. And the guys really looked at him. He's our leaders on the team for sure. Uh, but it, it was good for our team to see that we, we are capable of doing things when Max is not on the floor. Uh, so hopefully that gets our confidence up going in, into our next game. Um, you mentioned what all did you do during the holidays? As far as practicing with the guys? Yeah, did you play at all or was it just all practice? We were supposed to play in a Riverdale Christmas Classic, but we had to cancel and get two games in. We played MCCS, and then we played Webb. And then we were off until Zion. So we did a lot of skill development, a lot of shooting, a lot of weight lifting uh, to get prepared for that game. And so it was good for us to be able to get a lot of practice in, a lot of shots up, and like I said, be able to get in the weight room three times a week. Um, you mentioned Webb. I know they lost the real good player that's have, is playing at Tennessee now, but I heard they got another kid that's pretty good. Yeah, they got a kid, Evan Ursher. Uh, I think he came from Lighthouse Christian out of Antioch, and he's a really good player. He he really makes them go long, probably about six three, and score at all three levels. And he's a handful. He, he's their leader. He he gets down in the stance and guards. Then they got other guys that can make shots and. Uh, Another kid named named Jordan that's a bigger player who we really, really kind of had trouble with when we played him. Uh, we just don't have a matchup for him at the four or five. They can really do anything with them. Uh, they're a good team. Uh, they're definitely the top of the league, them, Columbia Academy, and, and CPA. Um, but, my we played well that game. Uh, we I think we were up one at half, and we just kind of ran out of gas. We let their pressure get to us in that second half and caused a lot of turnovers. Uh, ended up losing by, I think, 12-15. But I was proud of the way my guys competed that game. We didn't shy away from the challenge. Just didn't, weren't able to sustain it for 32 minutes. Um, all right. Well, again, I, good luck getting a, a game in tonight. But we'll look ahead to next week. Uh, pretty big district week for y'all with um, at FRA and at MTCS. Yes. Yes, two two huge games. Uh, we had our first game against FRA get get postponed, and we we lost uh, a one that really wasn't close at all against MTCS. So these are going to be two really big games that really test and see where we are. Um, and I, I, I'm hoping my guys are up for the challenge. And I, I think that if we can come away with one of those wins, it'd be huge for for our team. You know, now that you've got this far in the season and it's it's hard to evaluate teams because you know, like you said, you get shut down, and then you play, and then some not just necessarily you, uh, other schools, you know, and then they get shut down again. It's hard for a team to get into a rhythm, isn't it? It's it's really hard. It's really hard, Monty. I mean, you can you can be winning four or five games in a row, and then you got a kid test positive and you're shut down for for ten days. 
uh, and you're not able to practice, not able to get shots up, so that can really take a, a toll on your team. And I think that's why we're kind of we're probably seeing a lot of upsets because teams aren't able to get in a rhythm. And when you play that game, it, it, it's really indicative of what's going on right now. Anybody can beat anybody on, on any given night. You're not able to prepare a, as long as you have been in the past because just like we are tonight, we're going to pick up a game the day of. So it's going to be really hard for us to prepare on what that team's going to be able to do. And so that goes into teams upsetting teams, but also, like you said, not being able to get in a rhythm of playing two, three games a week. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when you, when you look at your team, um, are you where you thought you'd be? Are you where are, are you there in some spots, not in others? I think we're, we're where we want to be as far as being able to follow the scout, being able to do what we want to do offensively. Our Achilles here right now is, is rebounding and turning the ball over, and that's kind of what we've been focusing on the last couple of weeks is limiting teams' possessions. And if we can keep teams from offense to rebound the ball and we can not give them the ball via turnovers, then we give ourselves a better chance of winning games. When you mentioned the game against Webb, their pressure got to you. Is that just is that just normal half court pressure D, or is that full court? It, it was full court. It was full court. They'll pick you up, kind of full court face guard, and you're trying to not allow you to get the ball in. But they're also denying every pass on the wing once you get in the half court. Too, it's it's 32 minutes of, of constant pressure, and you, you got to be able to take care of the ball if you're going to give yourself a chance to win it against them. Remember, I had a coach tell me one time, you know, his team pressed the whole game, you know. And um, somebody pressed them one night, and they had, I don't know, 22 turnovers. And he goes, well, he goes, I've seen it a lot. A lot of teams that like to press really don't like to be pressed. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. For whatever reason, because, I mean, you would think that teams that press, press a lot in practice and that they kind of be used to it. But – that is kind of the old adage that it seems that the like the press don't like it getting turned back on them. You um, and and you mentioned you've had the problems with the turnovers. You know what I've seen, like particularly young teams, um, high school teams, unless they're really experienced and really, really, really good, that press speeds you up. And when you yeah. when you get sped up, you're gonna make mistakes. Exactly. Exactly. Being sped up against the press, you want to be aggressive in the press. You want to get the ball to the middle of the floor, and you want to take advantage on two-on-ones and three-on-twos to make them get out of the press. Usually if you're able to score out of your press offense, that team will get out of the press. But, yes, you get sped up and you start kind of throwing lob passes or bounce passes and let them be able to run through balls and get easy layups. That energizes that press and makes it that much harder to break. Kerry Ammons, head boys basketball coach at Providence Christian Academy, join us today. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back.
At Ascension St. Thomas, the care you need is available today. Whether you've had to put off routine visits or health screenings, delay to surgery or specialty care, our caregivers are prepared for your arrival. We will maintain strict precautions for your safety in our care, such as rigorous cleaning, distancing, and protective equipment. We're open for appointment scheduling for your urgent and ongoing care needs. Schedule now and ask about virtual visits. GetSTHealthcare.com. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. The return of prep sports on WGNS for the 73rd season will be like no other, but we're excited to start nonetheless. Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees, debuts Thursday at 6 p.m. Throughout the football season, we'll talk about prep and college football and other sports news of the day. The Prentice Alsa Peating and Air Coaches Corner debuts this Saturday. We'll preview all the area high school football teams with the coaches. And then the season begins, of course, next week with the high school football two-game opening weekend. Thursday, August 20th, Rockvale hosting Laverne. Friday the 21st, Oakland hosting Hendersonville, all on WGNS. Plus, the new TriStar Friday Night Lights scoreboard show follows every game. Keep up with the latest local sports at WGNSSports.com. I'm Brian Barrett. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by PCA Boys basketball coach Gary Hammonds. Uh, his team hopes to play tonight and then next week uh, road games at uh, FRA and MTCS. Gary, just kind of changing subjects a little bit. Um, what is the hardest part or some of the hardest parts because you've been in this situation for a high school player to move on to the next level? 
what, what hits him in the face and kind of gives him a dose of reality? Because not all freshmen come in and, and play like gangbusters. What are the adjustments? One, one Monty, is, is just the everyday grind. Uh, as a high school player, you're, you're not used to putting in as much time as, as you're going to when you get to college as far as um, the individual workouts, as far as the weightlifting, uh, needing to get shots up after practice or before practice. And then you got taking 12, 15 hours of class on top of that. Then you got study halls with your, your tutors and your mentors. And so that, it just becomes a lot. It's a, it's a grind for a lot of guys. And it, it can make you not want to get in the gym just because there's so much that's going on. And so the good teams, the good players are able to kind of withstand that and get in the gym in the midst of all that's going on, all those hours that they're already spending working on their craft. And the other thing is just the speed. The speed of the game, the physicality of the game is just so much different when you get to the collegiate level. Uh, you're playing against guys that were the best on their team. You're playing against all the guys that were the best on their high school team. And so that skill level, that speed, that physicality is a lot different night in, night out than what you're used to. And, you know, a lot of times you'll see freshmen, you know, particularly ones that start some, uh, they might get 18 one night, and the next night they might get four. Just yeah, it, it, it's hard to be consistent as a, as a young guy. And that's why you see most of the time in college experience wins. The guys with the, the red shirt seniors or the grad transfers or the, the juniors on their team, those are usually ones that are the most consistent and the most successful. Because it's hard to come into college and, and just be a breakout freshman unless you're just a special guy. You know, Kentucky's been able to do it at times, but uh, they're 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 having a hard time finding their way right now. Yes, because they they have some talented freshmen, but they don't have that number one, number two pick in the NBA draft type of guy right now. Yeah, and I think that's kind of showing their their immaturity uh, and their inconsistency right now. Uh, let me ask you this too, um, MTSU. Um, they got shut down right before Christmas mm-hmm. and lost two games, and then they were supposed to open up conference play uh, last week and got shut down again. Now they got to make a trip to Miami uh, to play FIU. What obstacles are they going to face, you think? I actually talked to, to Nick the other night, and I think they're going to have – before they go on their trip, they practice – today and yesterday, they will have had five practices in the last 25 or 26 days. And so guys haven't been able to get in the weight room. They haven't been able to run or do anything. So one obstacle they'll have is conditioning. Guys have not been able to run up and down the floor. And so getting out there and playing a 40-minute game, trying to guard at a high level, uh, trying to be explosive all night is going to be really, really tough. Uh and so I know that was one big thing that he was he was really concerned about was just how in shape his guys could be for two games in two days after being off for so long. Yeah, obviously. And plus, you know, uh, the team they're playing played two conference games last week. <laughs> and they haven't played exactly. any, you know. So. Exactly. And so they've been rolling. They've been practicing, haven't, been, haven't missed a beat. 
And so they're going to have to go in there and probably try to have to slow the game down a little bit and try to give themselves the best chance to win, not try to get into a, a fast-break game, up-and-down game. And of course, the way the way the format's working this year, uh, they'll play FIU um, tomorrow night. Then they'll turn around and play them um, Saturday afternoon. Now, I guess you can liken it to like a tournament, you know, a postseason tournament when you play back-to-back-to-back days. But playing the same opponent, what do you think? The, how weird is that? That's very weird. Very weird. Uh, it's already hard enough to win games as it is, and then – it's very hard to beat a team two straight times, let alone the next day. And, and so that will be definitely a, something that the, the guys are going to have to get used to that they probably haven't had to do before. You know, it was interesting. Last week, I guess there were five um, conference, you know, dates, and um, only one team swept. Uh mm. After that, and ironically, I think all but one who lost the first game won the second game. Really? Yeah. So, and obviously, you know, I guess you can put some type of quick scouting report, but um, I, I I don't know. I, I, I get it's a COVID thing. You're doing something you've never done before. I guess everybody's doing it. So. Yeah, everybody's in the same boat. But again, it's hard to beat a team twice. In, in two days, and coaching and the players are so good that they're able to make adjustments and know what they did that night before. And so they're probably going to come with a totally different game plan to give themselves a chance to win. Um, have you seen much college hoops this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I watch. My, my wife gets, gets mad at me because that's pretty much the only thing that's on, on television. I'm not a big NBA guy until about April. And so college hoops is the only thing that's on, on my TV right now. And from what you've seen so far, who are some of the teams that you like? Uh, I, I love the way that Gonzaga plays. Yeah. Uh, they, they play so fast, so unselfish. All their passes are on time, on target. All their guys are so skilled. And they're just a joy to watch. Uh, I, it'll be really interesting to see if anybody can can kind of stay with them, especially at the clip that they they score the ball. Um, and I still, I mean, I keep up with with Kermit and Ole Miss. Love watching those guys. Uh, I have a buddy at Liberty. I, I like watching them. I, I mean, Monty, really, whatever's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, whatever it is playing, I'm I'm tuned into it. I tell you what, I've been impressed with um, Alabama the last couple games, winning at Knoxville. And then really just kind of wearing Florida out. Nate Oates is a great coach, uh, and he has those guys playing really well with a lot of confidence. They got great size, and they can really score. Uh, so that, I think they're kind of the dark horse. In the, they were anyway in the SEC, and now people are kind of trying to realize that they may be the team to beat. And there's another team that, you know, I think people have been waiting to come on that really hasn't that I've been pretty impressed with is um Texas. Uh they went to Kansas. Oh, yes. They went to Kansas and won by twenty six and uh they followed up. They beat Iowa State the other night. Man, they got some really athletic big guys and their guards are really outstanding. That that's one team I haven't haven't been able to to catch. I've seen highlights, but I know the Kansas game, we had a game that same day we weren't able to watch it, but 
Saka Smart does a does a great job. He gets buy-in out of all his guys, and so I can only imagine those guys are out there playing hard. And he's got good players. He's got some some top recruits, and and so I'm glad that Texas kind of gave him a chance to to get his guys in there and get it rolling. All right, Kerry, always fun to talk hoops with you. We'll let you go and go find you a ball game tonight. I appreciate it, Monty. It's always a pleasure, brother. Take it easy. All right, we'll talk to you soon. That's Kerry Hammond joining us today on All Sports Talk. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Quite a bit the last few minutes out here on 24 as they wrap up that crash 24 East, uh, not too far from Old Fort Parkway. Just busy out here. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard is crowded where you would expect on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. Princess Hot Chicken is the original hot chicken in Middle Tennessee. It's so worth that drive to 5814 Nolansville, Pike, and Nashville. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic report every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.
Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. The Blue Raider Athletic Association is excited to announce a new fundraising initiative to start off the new year. The BRAA will be offering supporters the opportunity to purchase fan cutouts for the remainder of the men's and women's basketball season. Fans can show their Blue Raider pride by purchasing a cutout to be placed in the Murphy Center stands. Cutouts are valued at $50 and can be purchased by following a link on GoBlueRaiders.com. A portion of the profits will benefit the BRAA to help offset costs associated with COVID-19. Current Blue Raider Athletic Association members will be provided a promo code to purchase fan cutouts at a discounted price of $25. An email will be sent to all BRAA members. Any non-BRAA members that purchase a cutout will also receive a one-year BRAA membership at our lightning level. All photos must be submitted to uh, mtmarketing at mtsu.edu, and the photo requirements are on goblueraiders.com. If you'd like more information, contact the BRAA office at uh, 615-898-2210, and let's see your game face uh, in Murphy Center this year with fan cutouts. All right. Middle Tennessee and the Lee Company uh, partner every football season to raise money for a local nonprofit. And every time the Blue Raiders scored a touchdown, Lee Company pledges $50 to go to Rutherford County area Habitat for Humanity. This season, the partnership raised $1,350 thanks to 27 touchdowns scored. Uh, Aaron. Uh, Bonomo, brand specialist at Lee Company, and Terry Schultz, the executive director of the Rutherford County Habitat for Humanity, recently uh, met with me virtually for a check presentation, and you can find that on GoBlueRaiders.com. The, uh, the, again, the video of the check presentation and with Lee Company and the Rutherford County Habitat for Humanity is on the GoBlueRaiders.com website today. All right, let's turn to basketball. Middle Tennessee junior guard Anastasia Hayes has been named to the midseason watch list for the 2021 Becky Hammond Mid-Major Player of the Year Award, as announced by Her Hoop Stats on Wednesday. Hayes is one of 15 student-athletes representing 14 teams and 10 conferences to earn a spot on the midseason watch list. The award is presented by Her Hoop Stats. The 10 semifinalists will be announced in February, with five finalists being announced in early March. Their winner will be announced in late March. Hayes is in the midst of an outstanding season for Middle Tennessee. The junior guard leads the nation in scoring at 28.6 points per game and has scored 22-plus points in each game this year. She has scored 34-plus points twice. In addition to her scoring prowess, Hayes also leads Conference USA in assists at 5.1 per game. Hayes and the Lady Raiders are traveling today as they will play their first conference road series of the year starting tomorrow night. Two games uh, on uh, Friday night and Saturday afternoon at FIU. The Blue Raider men scheduled to play FIU at home. Uh, both of games on Friday will start at 6 p.m. Women's game can be heard here on WGNS. The men's game on 94.9 and 95.1 game two. So we hope that uh, you will be along with the ride for both games uh, for both teams coming up 
this weekend. All right, that's it for this Thursday afternoon. We'll give you game previews for both the men and women coming up tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And remind everyone, the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Double-digit pay raises are history. Now money's a lot harder to get a hold of and even harder to hang on to. That's why I would like to offer you a free discount double-check. I'll go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve and aren't leaving any money on the table. So call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel in Shelbyville today at 931-684-5274 because being there to help keep more of your money in your pocket is why I'm here. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Jake Terry Ammons joining us today. He's always fun to talk hoops with. Uh, he's a really good player for the Blue Raiders. And uh, doing a really good job out at PCA. He's going to be, uh, his future's bright. I don't know he'll, how long he'll stay there, but uh, I, I imagine he will finish his task in hand. He could be a lifer there. Who knows? But he's a he's a bright young um, mind, and it uh, wouldn't shock me to see him in the college game. Uh, back in the college game, he was on Coach McDevitt's staff as director of operations and just got a good feel for the game. Um, he was a really intelligent player. Uh, had injuries um, not hampered him. He certainly would have enjoyed a really nice career, at least overseas, I believe. All right, we'll move on. 
NFL playoffs. Playoffs. Colts at the Bills Saturday, 12.05. Interesting game. The Colts, um, well, sometimes they look dynamic. Sometimes they don't look so hot. The Bills, they're red hot. Um, just playing at a supreme high level. Um, Josh Allen, the quarterback, is just well, – he is just really coming into his own. Uh, we know he can run. We know he has got a bionic arm. and um, But he's become a lot more of an accurate passer. Having Stevon Diggs doesn't hurt either. I look for the Bills to win. I think the Bills can go to the Super Bowl. But I think there's three or four legit contenders to go to the Super Bowl. All right, the other wild game, another wild game, card game on Saturdays, the Rams at the Seahawks. Both struggling to score. You know, the Seahawks' defense was horrible at the beginning of the year, but they were putting up points. Now they don't put up as many points, but their defense is playing um, at an incredibly high level. Then you have the Tampa Bay Bucks at Washington. Conventional wisdom here says the Bucks will blow out the Washington Redskins. Um, it is at Washington. They did win their division, albeit what seven and nine, six and ten. Um, Washington has a great defensive line. All first-round draft picks. They can put heat on the quarterback. Tom Brady does not like that. So I think the big key for Tampa Bay is obviously the O-line and protecting him. On Sunday, the Ravens at the Titans. Everybody I talk to loves this matchup because of what happened last year in the playoffs. And what happened earlier in the season, week 11, not that far removed. To me, those games don't matter a lick. Now, they did find, I mean, you can say they found a formula to control Lamar Jackson. But, you know, even last year, he had like 500 yards in total offense. But he made mistakes. And they feel like if they can keep him in the pocket, um, that and make him throw from there, they've got a better chance. I just don't have any confidence all, at all in the Titans' defense. When they play uh, a superb quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, we know how he just like a cat playing with a mouse. Last week, I mean – Against the Texans. Um, same thing. You know, if they hadn't held the Texans to field goals in the first half, it, they would, that game wouldn't even been there before the taking. They were lucky to win that game. If they lose that game, they're going to Buffalo. They win the game, they're at home against the Ravens. How much does home matter? I think the Titans play better on the road. I'd rather play at home than go to Buffalo this time of year, though. 
it's going to be cold here. Uh, you can bet it's going to be cold in Buffalo. Um, I just think the Ravens have kind of gotten their mojo back, and they feel like they're a forgotten team because they hit some. They hit a little wall there, but the way they run the ball and Jackson with his feet, the Titans don't cover tight ends well. Baltimore's got great tight ends. I just don't think it's a good matchup. I mean, the bookies don't either. They got the road team favored. The Bears and the Saints. Uh, you got to go with the Saints, don't you? You know, Mitch Trubisky did a good job in the Bears run. I didn't realize this the other day. <coughs> Excuse me. They lost six straight games during the season and made the playoffs. I wonder who's ever done that. Guess I could have looked it up, but um, anyway, six straight games, eight and eight. Normally, this it, it, normally this is an easy pick taking the Saints at home, but again, you don't really have the fan factor. But Drew Brees is a lot better in that dome than he is on the road. So I got to go with the Saints. And then the night game, you've got the Browns at the Steelers. Who's going to be there for the Browns? Their coach is out with COVID. Special teams will act as the head coach. Browns beat him the other day, barely. Big Ben didn't even play for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh looked like a Super Bowl team through 11 weeks. Well, then they hit their blockade, much like the Ravens did. It's great for the Browns to be in the playoffs. They got the they got his loyal fans, probably the most loyal fans in football. So it's great for them to get there. Can they run the ball? Can they get heat on Big Ben? It's kind of weird. Played him last week, turn around and play him this week. Totally different animal this week, though. Totally different animal. So there's a look at your um, playoff matchups. NFL coaches that are out. Anthony Lynn, San Diego. I wonder if they pulled the trigger on him too quick. He does tend to get a little conservative when they get ahead. Doug Barone at Jacksonville. Played golf with Doug one time. Son-in-law of um, Boots Donnelly. Uh, Bill O'Brien's been done in Texas. Dan Quinn's been done in Atlanta. Matt Patricia's been done in Detroit. And Adam Gase is out as the New York Jets coach. So a lot of coaching vacancies to fill. Staying with the NFL, Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson, ironically, headline the newest group of finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They'll join four other first-time finalists uh, for the 2011 class. They include Calvin Johnson. Manning and Woodson are in first ballot. You would think Johnson is. Sometimes they make a receiver wait. Um, as we'll get into in a second. Uh, Jared Allen, great pass rusher. Rondé Barber, great defensive back. And Clay Matthews, 
I don't know if Clay Matthews, I don't really look at him as a Hall of Famer. No disrespect. I look at him as a great overachiever. I mean, he was played with a lot of energy. Other finalists. And here, guys, you're thinking, man, they really bided their time. Tony Baselli. Man, his prime. I mean, you remember when the, the Titans first came here and he was with the Jags? Mountain. He's a mountain. Great offensive lineman. Leroy Butler. Unbelievable talent. Alan Fanica. Tory Holt. John Lynch. This is the last year he can be on it. Sam Mills. Richard Seymour. Zach Thomas. Reggie Wayne. Well, you see, if it's it's hard to get in there. <laughs> it's hard to get into the Hall of Fame. And it should be. It's hard to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. But I will tell you this. Dale Murphy belongs to All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break and be right back. Waking up to the wake up crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the wake up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It's picked up quite a bit the last few minutes out here on 24 as they wrap up that crash 24 East, uh, not too far from Old Fort Parkway. Just busy out here. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. It's crowded where you would expect on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. Princess Hot Chicken is the original hot chicken in Middle Tennessee. It's so worth that drive to 5814 Nolensville, Pike, and Nashville. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com.
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This is a sports show, but I'll do a little commentary. Pretty sad day in the country yesterday, wasn't it? Been pretty sad for several months. Burning of cities, lootings, riotings. Yesterday, uh, I don't care what side you're on either, because I'm not on either side of any violence. Um, Storming the Capitol. Really? What were you thinking? There's many athletes that spoke out about it. They tend to these days. I applaud their efforts. I know a lot of people think um, athletes, black American athletes, need to play their sport and shut up. I don't subscribe to that theory. They're role models. Those role models have educated um, many people about boating um, and the importance to go out and vote. The bottom line, that side, they did a better job getting people out to vote. Now, you can have your theory that the election was rigged. I'm not getting all that. They got out and vote. Get out and vote, people. I mean, yesterday was, it was sad. Just a sad day to sit there and watch. It's what other countries do. Not the good old U.S. of A. We were living through a lot of, my daughter said something pretty funny. She goes, I'm tired of living through a lot of first. And uh, our country's certainly done that. And I, I'm bringing that up into this segue. You know, and, and it comes from under the um, category, how to easily lose your job. You know, they have that same thing before you press send. Chattanooga assistant football coach Chris Malone. He was fired this morning, should have been, for a derogatory tweet directed at Georgia Democrat Stacey Abrams uh, that he has since deleted. Malone's original tweet from Tuesday night read, Congrats to the state of Georgia and Fat Albert at Stacey Abrams because you have truly shown America the true work of cheating in an election. Again, enjoy the big buffet, big girl. You earned it. Hope the money was good. Still not the governor. (laughs) Now, this is a coach that's responsible for young men. Uh, That's hardly proper decorum and as expected he got his walking papers today well now not only to um, under the category how to lose your job how to lose it in, in such a way that probably won't get another one in that profession you'd have to have a really good buddy out there It'd give you a break. All right. Blue Raider hoops. Tomorrow. MTSU men finally open up Conference U.S. play. 
Conference USA play. There at FIU, as we talked with Gary, back-to-back nights. Not even back, It's not even a 24-hour turnaround. Um, play at 6, then they'll turn around and play, I think, at 2 the next day. MTSU's women. That's MTSU's women that are on the road. I'm correcting myself there. Had the wrong schedule. Lady Raiders are on the road at FIU. MTSU's men um, are home. So that's good. I think Carrie said they only had five practices in 25 days. Not expecting much this first go-around. I think Middle's done some good things in the preseason. They've missed two games uh, before the break, and then they missed the last two. Um, I don't know where they're going to be at physically, you know. Um, Their legs, that's a lot of time to miss. ton of time to miss. But um, they will host um, FIU who split last week uh, with Old Dominion. They wore Old Dominion out the first night, 82-67, to 67, and then lost 71-66 to 66 in the rematch on Saturday. Other games, Charlotte at Marshall, FAU at Old Dominion, North Texas at Texas-San Antonio, Southern Miss at UAB, La Tech at Western Kentucky, and Rice at UTEP. So, there's a look at the uh, schedule. Uh, tomorrow, the coach, Preston O'Neill, will join us. We'll have an abbreviated show, talk a little because of the basketball. We'll talk some um, uh, about the national championship game on Monday night between Alabama and Ohio State. Ought to be a dude. All righty, that'll do it for today's show. Everybody have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.